RTL program Chat with Toyin. And this is Toyin here for you. And today is a special day. Happy Mother's Day to you all. Uh, to all the mothers out there, soon to be mothers, Happy Mother's Day. And uh, today I have on this program chatting with me, my own personal person, somebody who means so much to me um someone i've known for many years i won't even tell you how many years i've known him i've known this man growing up coming of age and uh, i have the privilege and he has the privilege i have the privilege of having him on my program and he has the privilege of being the first guest on chat with twin and i want to welcome him and his name is Oluato Biloba Eniola is my son. And uh, I <laughs> I love him so much. I love him. I love him. He's my son. And I love him. And uh, you are welcome to the program. Chat with him. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now, I have a couple of questions for Oluato Biloba about this Mother's Day. And Uluwatobi too, I think he said he has some questions for me. So we are going to take it, you know, um, in intermittently, kind of. Mm-hmm. So be my first question to you is, what is your um, view about motherhood when you look at your mom? Um... Incredibly caring, um, like wildly invested, um, selfless. Oh wow, selfless. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, and sometimes I actually wonder. Sorry, I, I'm used to asking questions, but sometimes so I'm probably gonna ask you questions. Sometimes yeah. I wonder, does your life stop when you become a mother? And you take on the life of somebody else, and there was you. As you bring a life into this world, do you say goodbye to your life? Eh, I suppose it's something like that that uh, you don't have your own life even before you bring a life to the world. To be honest with you, I remember when I was pregnant back home in Nigeria. I go for my antenata. They tell me what to eat, what not to eat. They give me tablets that I don't even like taking tablets in those days. But I have to take it. And I suppose it's with every mother when they are pregnant or certain things happen. They will now be, take those who smoke, for example, now. They say, okay, you don't smoke because of your baby. You don't do this because of your baby. So I think, you know, you you are no, your life is no more your own. Immediately you become a mother even before you become a mother, actually. Your sleep is no more your own. You, you don't sleep. So once deep. you become pregnant, your life is not your own. Yeah, once you become pregnant, it's not to, to scare anybody, but once you become pregnant, everything you do now depends on the baby in your womb. The clothes you wear, the food you eat, the things you do. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to the gym, <laughs> for example, as a pregnant. You are, you are seven months pregnant and you are like, oh, the gym is the in thing now. No, that gym has to wait until you have your baby. And then when you have your baby again, you know, the time, the evening time, the, the time, the, the night time 
is no more yours because the baby cry wants attention and everything is about the baby so that's it okay so my question to you then is um so all your children were grown up um even your youngest is about to finish college yeah do you think you at this point you take back your life Eh, that's a very good question. I don't think I'm taking back my life. I'm taking it back, but I'm not taking it back. Like, if you talk about taking it back now, I'm starting to have grandchildren now, and the grandchildren are taking the time. Talking about taking it back, your sister had a baby, I have to go there, and then when the others, your other siblings start having babies again, I will be there for them. So you are not really taking your life back. Once you lay it down as a mother, you have laid it down. And uh, you might think you might be thinking, okay, taking it back. Uh, I, I don't know what you mean by taking it back, but let me just say this: that even like I live home alone now, I I really don't like it. I miss all of you guys. I miss you so much. I, I can't even tell you the extent of me missing you. Sometimes I go to your rooms. I will be there praying, you know, talking to myself and saying some things. And the home feel very empty. And it starts from me going to the shop. I go to Tesco. I go to some shops now. I go in. I come out. I don't even know what to buy. Because gone are the days when I go to the shop. We have three trolleys. You know, and that's what I tell some mothers now. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the trolleys, enjoy the spending. Because I go to the shop now, I don't really know what to buy. I look at something and I be like, mm, I don't need it. You know, so taking my life back. Some people might say that is taking their life back because they don't do that much shopping now. But for me, I miss my children. I miss you. I miss all of you because you all mean so much. So each and every one of you, you are peculiar and I miss you. What I mean by taking it back is, we miss you too. Uh, what I mean by taking it back is that um, the things you could not do because you, know, you might have missed out on because you were a mother. So taking back, um, going back to... Because, those things. Yeah, to those things. And um, because before you were a mother, you were a woman. Yes. Before you were a mother... You had your own identity, you had your own self. Yes. And now there was this extra life where you had to maybe sacrifice yourself yeah. for the bigger picture. Okay. So, can you not go back to that self? Yeah, I can go back to that self. But one thing about me as a person is, uh, all along, even as a mother, I, I, I never lose my identity. I'm always myself. I'm very confident of myself. I'm always myself. I just do the things, you know, I feel I want to do. But I get your point. I think one of the things now, it, um, I would love to, to, to be able to, to travel I would, more. I would love to just have this, you know, me time for myself and whatever. But then, if care is not taken, all those me time can amount to lonely times as well and that's what i talk about you know missing you guys terribly because the house has always been bubbling then you just come to something now that is like an empty house very quiet you even want to you know you cook and the food doesn't finish on time rather when you when you keep it in the fridge or freezer you find it spoiled 
you know and you know that there are just some people that made life easier so that is just it was there a moment in motherhood in, let's say your first year of motherhood where there were some things you missed uh, when you were not a mother that you were like what, what were like top three things that you used to do before you became pregnant and you could not do anymore when you were pregnant and when you had a baby okay three things yeah, that uh, you used to enjoy and you missed okay I I when I was in school I played javelin mm-hmm. and then since I started having babies I couldn't do javelin again that's one thing another thing is uh, the fact that um, re- re- really I can't really th- say much because uh, my w- as a first time mother I was in Nigeria and I have all the help I could get your grandmothers they were there my mom and your dad's mom they were there your granddad was there people were there in the area to look after the baby so it wasn't a lonely time Every, the only thing I would do for Joy in the morning is just to breastfeed her and they carry her. They do the bathing for her, they feed her, they change the nappies, they do everything. I wasn't really doing anything. So I can't really say I, I miss out on anything other than um, uh, whenever I'm going out, I have more bags going out. And sometimes even your granddad will say, I shouldn't take her out, I should leave her at home. So I, I don't think I miss out on any, any anything, you know, as a first-time mom, like some other people will do now, maybe in Europe, because there is nobody to look after the baby. They are stuck with the baby by themselves and their husband. So it was a good experience being a mother in Nigeria mm-hmm. in those days. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I know uh, I have a question for you, Uluwatobi, and uh, that question is, uh, what do you wish? Uh, w- well, sorry, what's the best thing um, about you having me as a mom? Um, best thing about having you as a mom. Yeah. It's just I I um, naturally I'm a very introverted, not very very extremely introverted, but I am a little bit of an extra introverted. No, you love us having me. Yeah, yeah, I'm explaining it. Um, okay, thanks. So naturally, I'm an introverted person, and I think having you as a mom has made me more extroverted. Wow. Um, just watching you and learning things, you know. Uh, you have many many relationships with people and you can spend hours talking to people and after you know once you when you're around somebody for quite an amount of time some things will rub off on you okay so even though i don't really like to talk to people for a long amount of time um <laughs> i guess it's just like i i've seen you do it and whenever i have to like push myself to do it i just I just emulate you and what you do in those, you know, how you interact with people. Okay, so I've actually influenced you. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever believe that, like, um, somebody said this one time that when I'm wa- sitting in a room 
I'm not the only one sitting there. My grandma is sitting there as well. My yeah. mom is sitting there. Yeah. Other people who raised me are sitting there. The oh, people who said things to me are sitting there, in there with me. <laughs> and then sometimes it's like my mom will come out. Sometimes my grandma might come out. Sometimes wow. my granddad will come out. Wow. But there are all these people that have come into your life, close relationship with you, and they've all contributed to have an you. impact and influence on you it's like there are ingredients that has made you okay so um so yeah, yeah. do you believe that yeah i yeah. believe that so what you're telling me now is when someone meets olua tobi eniola they are kind of practically directly or indirectly meeting with tony eniola there you go yeah wow yeah. wow wow that's that's an eye-opener that's an eye-opener as a mother and as a person the amount of influence we have on people right. it's just tremendous tremendously tremendous so uh any question for me now to uh what was your relationship with your own parents like uh, my relationship with my parents actually uh i will talk about my relationship with my mom just because my dad died when i was 13 years and uh um, I was just a child. I I have idea about him and all that, and uh, thank God for that. But mostly my relationship with my mom. My mom is a very hardworking person. She's an a workaholic, and I think I take that after her. She's a very generous person, and uh, I, I think I'm, I'm I'm generous to to some extent. And my mom is someone that cut across. She has a lot of friends, even though she's not that uh, highly educated, but she has friends who are, you know, wife of judges or even, you know, in the church where she goes, many people are her friends. And uh, so she's very, she's a very relational person and she's a people's person. And I think that has really influenced me and uh, my relationship with her we get on well initially when i was a teenager you know like every other teenager sometimes i don't want to listen to her and all that but as time goes on looking at her the sacrifices she made for me over the years you know that 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 is it we we have a very good relationship and we are very good friends at the moment thank you and then today i have this question uh for you what is your favorite thing about me? You talk about your best thing about uh, having me as a mother, but your favorite thing about me? Uh, your hard work. Okay, thank you. You also, I don't think I've ever seen you sleep more than four hours. Well, many people are tired. You're still, you're still energized. Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, what was your, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Um, best advice I've ever been given by you was um, uh, the righteous will be as bold as a lion. Okay. I know it's biblical, it's in scripture, but um, you always said it a lot. All right. Okay. The righteous will, will be. Is there a moment or event that radically changed the way you saw the world? Okay, uh, events or a moment? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> event that radically changed the way I saw the world. Oh, well, um, 
I would say my mother, my, my, the idea of me being a mother, like I have six children and all the six of you, you are quite different. You are all individually crafted by God. I don't know why he did it, but he did it that you are all different human being. If I say something, I will get six different answers from you all. And that really uh, changed the way I see people. I don't see people as this one is bad, this one is good. I see people as, you know, we are all created equal before God and that we are all right in our own way, in our own doing summer, summer, because we are all different. And that helped me to respect people and respect the individual differences in people. Different from your brother and your brother is different from you. And I won't say, oh, this one is bad, this one is this. I just see your strength, I see your weaknesses, I see people the way they are, and that really helped me. So when I meet people, I, I don't write off anybody. By the grace of God, I just know that this person, this is what this person like, this is what this person doesn't like, and that is one. Another thing is that helps me not to force anybody to eat anything. If you come to my house and you say, I don't eat this, I don't force you, I allow you, it is what you want to eat or what you don't want to eat. So I I allow people. So that is the thing there. Like so I just, I just allow you to just be. So if people visit me, I leave them to, you know, to themselves and allow them to be. That is it. So that is that that is that radically changed the way I saw the world. Yeah. And another fun. thing another thing is I remember when I was in Nigeria, we were in a wilderness experience and we went through so much tough time. And I remember there were people then that really identified with me. They helped me in their own way. And uh, that has actually radically change the way I see people, I see situation. When I see people now that need help, I want to help them because I know it's a matter of time they will be out of it. And I always tell people, if I can go through what I went through and I came out of it, you know, I know anybody can come out of anything. And there were people at the same time in those days, they saw me, I was going through tough times, they never helped me. And here I am today, I'm out of it anyway. So that has actually touched me and really imparted me that you can't actually look down on anyone. You cannot. As long as there is life, there is hope. And that has really changed the way I see things. And that's why I won't look down on anybody. And I know that whatever one is going through, it's just a matter of time. What will you remember most about me? Mm. Your many network of friends and many relationships that you have, how you got along with a lot of people, and you have communication with a lot of people, and not just your about people, not just rich, not just the haves and have nots, or, or both of those parties, and just different people, not just Nigerians. Just the way you relate with a lot of people 
Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. To keep relationship with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's that's actually true because I there are people that I've known for over thirty years, mm-hmm. and we're still very close, and we're still friends. Not because I don't have any shortcomings or they don't have or whatever, but I think it's just a, a kind of grace. It's, it's, it's a kind of grace and uh, I don't even know how it happened that I cut across people but I think I've been like that since I was a, a, a young person I, and I think it's one of the things I get from my mom um, in those days when we were in secondary school I would even be telling my friends if we need to go to go talk to the governor just call me I'm here to go <laughs> so but I, I, I think it's, it's confidence as well and um, yeah, a good it's relationship. Because yeah, it's I, like your friends are like, um, yeah, it's, your friends are like people that are up class and, you know, maybe even a little bit, uh, I don't know a word that I can use that will make you understand it. Like what? Like the the posh or whatever and okay. the people that might even look down on people but you're friends with them and then you be friends on with the people that are you know struggling as well you're friends with nigerians but you're also friends with south africans and um, yeah that's just um, anyway <laughs> thank you so much Olua to be lover now i want to ask you one word for all the mothers out there love and appreciate you thank you for you for the years of labor and sacrifice and um, selflessness um, happy mother's day to all the mothers out there all right thank you so much for your time thank you for coming on board it's a pleasure having you thanks so much and to my listeners you had it uh, just, just it's, it's just a chat <laughs> with Olua to be lover <laughs> it is well so thank you so much for listening until i come your way again happy mother's day take care of yourself and remember jesus is lord